0: Plenty of games capitalise on making players feel as uncomfortable as possible. Aside from the obvious games that do it very transparently, like Arachnophobia, many still capitalise on playing with concepts that we maybe never knew we found unsettling. Hell, even non-horror games like GTA 5 and its torture scene like to see if they can turn your stomach for one brief moment. And while some are ingrained into most of us, everyone's a little bit frightened of the piano in Mario 64 after all, plenty are less universal experiences for those who like to play video games. Sometimes unusual or unsettling areas can freak you out even more than outright terrifying ones, as you can't quite put your finger on what exactly has you feeling so tense. That said, sometimes you're just straight up scared because you just saw a creature that's half aristocrat, half mosquito, and that's also pretty damn fair. So, with that in mind, I am Kirsten Rhea from What Culture Gaming, and these are 10 video game areas that scarred you for life. Number 10, the Doll Room. Ib. As a game that was crafted in RPG Maker, many have likely underestimated the spook potential of Ib. This is possibly what Ib wants you to do, as if you go through it without expecting some genuinely creepy moments, you're going to leave with some new phobias at best. Take for example, the Doll Room, which takes every fear you've ever had about creepy dolls and then hikes them up to 11. The first and perhaps most subtle worrying thing about the Doll Room is that Ib can't actually see the dolls themselves. She instead sees the room as an assortment of pink and white bunnies, meaning that she has no idea why her friend Gary is terrified. Gary is terrified, of course, because he can see the actual dolls and their creepy little eyes. It doesn't help that you see these dolls either looming over you, or in another room hung up for some unknown purpose, adding a layer of mystery to your unease. Which as it turns out, was well-founded unease, because when Gary gets locked in the doll room, the giant red-eyed doll then begins to come out of the painting at the back of the room to try and get you. As such, you're stuck ripping open the paint-filled stomachs of the smaller dolls to try and find the key to leave as the creature slowly, but surely, rips its way out of the painting. Enjoy being scared of dolls forever! Number 9. Braville Wizard's Grotto – Oblivion Some games you go into knowing that if you have a fear of deep waters, you're sort of in for a bad time. Subnautica is a genuine horror game for some, simply because many of us are seemingly genetically coded to fear what lurks in the dark ocean depths. A place you wouldn't expect to have to come to terms with a fear of deep waters though is Oblivion, which makes Braville's Wizard's Grotto all the worse. That's because there is a secret lurking in the deep water-filled pit in the grotto, a huge slaughterfish. Better yet, because the water in Oblivion is generally kind of murky and hard to see through, you won't see this huge nightmare creature until you're right next to it, and likely panicking about trying to work out what the hell it is so hard that you just spam attack and hope it dies. Number 8. The Tripery. Amnesia, a machine for pigs. Now, upon reading this title, you might find yourself asking, what is a tripery? Well, the simplest answer is… really gross. The slightly less simple answer is that a tripery is a place where tripe is prepared and sold, with tripe itself being the stomach of cattle, sheep or pigs made edible. Or, um, sorry, (coughs) edible. Now, when you add this to the fact that Amnesia, a machine for pigs, involves humans transformed into nightmarish man-pigs, you might be able to sense why the tripery is so dang disturbing. The machine for pigs is actually less about pigs and more about people, processing them either to be turned into man pigs or to be ground up into meat. While you learn this slightly before the tripery, you don't see the full extent of this chaos until this area, as you wade through all the viscera that was once your fellow man. It all ruins slip and slides for you for a while, that's for sure. Number seven, Baldy's Schoolhouse. Baldi's Basics in Education and Learning. When you first begin playing Baldi's Basics, the whole thing seems like a bit of a joke. A weirdly rendered, strangely styled joke, intended to weird you out, but maybe give you a chuckle. In actual fact, the game ends up being one of the more surreal horrors you'll likely ever play. Take, for example, the schoolhouse this all takes place in. While it initially appears like a regular school, it increasingly grows strange and jarring, especially after you gain all the notebooks. But it's a weird kind of horror, without any blood or monsters, that leaves you twice as creeped out because, by all means, it shouldn't be having this effect on you. Baldi's Basics is somewhere between the silliest game you'll ever play, and the one most likely to give you a phobia of ever doing math problems again. Number 6. The School Outlast 2. Now, while the first Outlast is considered by many the scarier game, it is also a little bit cliche in its location. A mental hospital that has been experimenting on its patients is terrifying, for sure, but it's also a concept we've seen in the horror genre time and time again. Fans expecting much of the same with Outlast 2 were sure to be in for a surprise then. Although there are a fair few criticisms leveled at the game, there's one thing that can be said for sure. It knows how to be scary, even if it does so in a different way to its predecessor. The section of the game where you are chased around the school by the demon priest is genuinely harrowing to say the least. Making an asylum slash experimental treatment facility creepy takes less than no effort, but a school is supposed to be a fairly innocuous location. As you spend more time in it though, it starts to turn more and more hostile, until it feels like the location is as actively against you as Lautermilch. Especially when a tongue appears from the phone you're trying to use to call for help, and almost chokes you out. (laughs) Number 5, The Crimson Court, Darkest Dungeon. Though the wildest time that you can have in Darkest Dungeon is the titular Darkest Dungeon, anything bad that happens in there is lessened by the fact that you know this place is supposed to be important and unsettling. Not having the Darkest Dungeon be important would be like having Pokemon be about fruit growing or something. So in the end, it's the DLC edition of the Crimson Court that ends up being a bit more scarring, because you simply don't expect it to be. After all, vampire aristocrats is a concept we've all seen before, right? Only the Darkest Dungeon team go a totally different route with it, as being infected doesn't just give you fangs, but rather turns you into one of the several variants of gross bug-like creatures. As if this wasn't bad enough, the estate of the court itself is also deeply unsettling, with its former splendour being turned stomach-churning by the awful things these creatures have done. And the creepiest part of all? Unlike any other area, the court will show other enemies in the backgrounds of your fight, Just watching? Are they sizing you up, or are they watching their brethren die for sport? That's up for you to decide. Number 4. The Guest Area. Little Nightmares It's worth saying from the offset that just about every area in Little Nightmares is suitably nightmarish. When you're not being chased by a man whose arms resemble spooky creature catching slinkies, you're dodging chefs that want to turn your tiny, raincoat-clad self into an entree. And while you might assume things will get better after you escape the kitchens, they actually get more unsettling. Because while all the guests staying in this cannibal cruise liner are slow and lethargic, they'll also jump at the chance to try and catch you when you run by like a little living Slim Jim. Though their slow, clumsy movements make them easier to avoid, it also makes them all the creepier, as it seems the only thing that can motivate them to move around is their own greed to eat another hapless victim, even though you're basically al dente after stumbling through this zone of lurking horrors, fighting the lady in the final area feels like a comparative dream. Number 3. Oswald Asylum – Fran Bow Amongst the assortment of children who we see go through untold hells in video games, poor ten-year-old Fran Bow definitely has it roughest. Not only are all her family dead but her, but she's haunted by a demonic force named Remor, who is either a nightmarish figment of her imagination, or otherwise an actual demon, specifically targeting a traumatised child, for kicks. Worse yet, the place that should have been a safe haven for Fran, the Oswald Asylum, which she is committed to at the start of the game, is instead awful on several levels. On a surface level, the asylum is pretty awful because it's an old fashioned type of place, meaning that when you discover the basement has lobotomized kids in it, you're equal parts terrified and totally unsurprised. But of course, Fran also has the ability to see the ghosts and ghoulies from Raymore's if she takes the suspicious red pills she finds, meaning that there's an extra layer of awful to find in every room. The result? Rambo is one of the few games where you can actually kind of jump scare yourself. Number 2, The Basement, Calm Time At risk of spoiling calm time for anyone who hasn't accidentally traumatised themselves playing it, entering the basement for the first time is one of the most jarring experiences a pixel game can throw at you. That said, it's already thrown you for a loop as this peaceful dinner party has been disturbed by you stabbing a woman with a knife. There isn't really any way for you to not do that since you have to in order to continue the game. You then head down to the basement to turn off the power, when you find it actually already has an inhabitant, a captive inhabitant too, as what appears to be a woman in a long white dress is chained up, just in case you stabbing someone didn't make it clear enough that you'd be the villain in this one. After you turn the lights off, it becomes clear this woman is dead, because her ghost comes and tries to stop you from murdering all the other unfortunates currently trapped in your house. The worst part? The white dress implies she was, in fact, your wife. Number one, the Parasite House, the Cat Lady. When one of the nicest entities in a game is called the Queen of Maggots, you know that you're going to be in for a bit of a bumpy ride to say the least. And the Cat Lady maintains said bumpy ride throughout, amping up the stakes until you've died like five times and the bump starts to feel a little more like a roller coaster. Take for example the case of the second and third parasites you're tasked with taking down. They come in the form of the pest control man who has been killing your cats and his wife who you learn in the credits is named Gladys. While these people alone are awful enough as they're cannibals who kidnap the player, their house makes dealing with them even worse. This is because for a portion of the game you are asked with avoiding Gladys as you stalk around their house trying to find a way to distract her. Only she's pretty hard to dodge, meaning you're almost is definitely going to die to her at least once. For the traumatic cherry on top, when you finally get a gun to take her down, you then cannot find her until she jumps out of a bathtub to surprise attack you, giving you at least three simultaneous heart attacks. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.